That's still be the little belly clock right about here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of heights. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. It's Main Street today time. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm Devin O'Day, and we have got a Friday farm and Friday extravaganza. We're going to talk about soil testing, which is done this time of year. Maybe you have planted a garden every spring and nothing ever fruits, nothing ever happens. Maybe you have bald spots in your yard. Maybe you've got some issues and you can't figure it out. Maybe it's the soil and maybe you need to do some things and they have soil testing that you can do yourself and your farmer's extension service can help you out. We've got a, uh, a really important motivation moment coming up later in the show about why people walk in the breast cancer strides walk important, important stories. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and today it's National Mammogram Day, and we're going to talk about that and a lot more right after this. It's the biggest racing show of the year, Friday through Sunday, November 3rd through 5th at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Six fast-paced divisions of racing on the quarter mile Friday night. Pole qualifying in three big feature events Saturday night. And the Curb Records Big Machine Vodka Spike Coolers Fall American 400 on Sunday afternoon. Racing starts at 6.30 Friday, 5 o'clock Saturday, and 1 o'clock Sunday. Tickets available at National Fairgrounds Speedway. Racing, or at the Gate on Race Day. It's the 39th All American 400 Weekend, Friday through Sunday, November 3rd through 5th. Get your tickets now. Fall is often a great time to conduct a soil test because many of our recommended soil amendments actually take about six months to adjust the pH in the soil. So. Follow these recommendations before you get going on your growing season next year. First, grab yourself a bucket and a mini shovel, and then we're going to determine our sample area. So for example, I have here a typical lawn that I'm going to try to gather 10 various locations within this lawn to mix up in this bucket that will represent one sample. So here, we're going to dive into our first sample location, and we're going to dig about six inches deep into the soil. You can see that a lot of the grass was caught in this sample as well, so we're gonna remove that top of the grass, remove any rocks or debris that might be in there, and that's gonna be our first sample uh, representative there, and we're gonna do that nine more times and mix this up in the bucket. All right, now that we've collected at least 10 locations that will be our representative sample, I have here a soil box that can be picked up at a county extension office, uh, and we're gonna Get our bucket and transfer that soil into the sample box. Make sure we fill this up all the way so that the soil analysis lab has plenty of enough soil to analyze. We'll fold that up. We want to make sure of two things here, uh, that our name is on this soil box and that we have the same sample name. So here I just made one up called Lawn and make sure that this matches our submission sheet, which here I have lawn as well. And I have our two crop codes, L for lawn, so I'll get soil recommendations for our, my particular lawn. And I've just included another crop code G for garden in case I wanna uh, locate a garden uh, on this property as well. Now our sample is ready to go with the submission sheet and the submission box. And we're gonna send this off to the Soil Plant and Pest Center. Be sure to reach out to your county extension agent on further instructions or even actually going through the soil results with you and interpreting exactly which fertilizer recommendations or further soil amendments you might need for your specific crop, garden, or lawn. I hope this soil result demonstration works for you and your landscape and best of luck next growing season.
You know, what's amazing about our UT Extension Service services, most of them, if not all of them, are free. They're free. Plus, they have all sorts of grants. If you have a plot of land and you want to plant something, they have all sorts of things about classes on canning that, uh, and preserving dehydration. They even have art classes and things like that. More than more often than not, those are all free as well. Every county in the state of Tennessee has an extension service. Make sure that you check those out. I've always wanted to know. People go, well, I had my soil tested. And go, you can have your water tested too. All of those things. If you have a well, your UT extension service, that's where you go. Well, if you want to get your house redone instead of maybe you have some windows that literally they're leaky. Maybe there's some condensation inside of them. That means those windows about to go, about to go. You don't want to be in the middle of the frigid temperatures. If you want to get windows replaced, you can check out with my friends, Mid-South Exteriors. They keep the outside outside and the inside where you enjoy the outside. Does that make sense? Huh. Watch and see. Hi, I'm Brenda Fielder. At Mid-South Exteriors, our custom sunrooms bring the sunshine in without all the heat and the bugs. And they keep you warm all winter while you enjoy the outdoors all year round. They add real value because we build them like your house to match your house. Or let us save you energy by replacing your windows and old siding. And because we have no retail overhead, we come to you and sell direct to you for less. Call us at 833-8003 or visit us at I love that no middleman, so they sell to you for less. You know, it is also, um, we, we know a lot about Breast Cancer Month because we talk about it a lot, but it's also School Bus Safety Week. If you have kids that you, you know, it's the sweetest thing in the world. You drive your kids to the school bus they get on and the sweet bus driver is there. But there's a lot that you can know and you can teach your kids about how to be safer on a school bus. Hey, Franklin. Have you ever wondered why a school bus is yellow? I'm Officer Joe Locates with the Franklin Police Department, and I have an important message for you. When you see a school bus and you see the stop bar activated, you must come to a complete stop. The driver has activated the stop bar to protect the lives of the children getting on and off the bus. But what you may not know is if you receive a citation and you're found guilty, you can be assessed eight points against your driver's license by the state of Tennessee. Now that may not sound like much, but you're only allowed 12 points before the state of Tennessee takes your license away from you. Within the city of Franklin, we are already following school buses. The next time you see that soccer mom SUV or that businessman sedan, that could actually be an unmarked Franklin police car. And we are looking for violations. So if you do go through the stop bar, you will be stopped and you will be cited. So next time you see a school bus, use extra caution. I know, right? Williamson County Schools and the Franklin Police Department want to remind you to be on the lookout for the big yellow bus. Stop bars. Did you did you know that? You always assume that everybody does and that they pass that when they take their driver's test, but people come from all over and who knows what they've studied and what they remember from those tests. Stop bar. It's yellow for a reason when it comes to a school bus. So be really careful in school. And when school is in session, those school zones, really important as well. We're going to head to Dixon now to a place that if you don't know it, you need to, because you have got until Halloween to take tax 
tax-free grocery shopping seriously. Tax-free grocery shopping and go where your dollar goes more anyway. And that's my friends at Chapels out in Dixon, White Bluff, Charlotte. At Chapels, we pride ourselves on offering a wide variety of the freshest fruits and vegetables, handpicked just for you. We have a wide selection of the freshest, highest quality meats that will leave your taste buds craving more. Our friendly staff is always ready to lend a helping hand. We believe in treating every customer like family because at Chapels, your family is our family. We've been locally owned and operated for over 60 years. You can visit any of our Chapels locations in Dixon, White Bluff, McEwen, and Centerville. I always forget McEwen and Centerville because I didn't go to those places to shop. But when I lived in Kingston Springs, I would drive out to chapels and I just loved it. And I loved that they knew you when you walked in the door and uh, moved to a different area or I'd still be going over there. I still would. Hey, you know, we saw a farm, the Southern Rhythm Cattle Company in Lebanon, Tennessee. And we talked to them earlier this week and on Devin's table. You can go back and see previous shows and see those. Um, and we got to meet this really wonderful couple, the, the Bates, and they run that. Agritourism is what a lot of farmers have had to do. They want to do it, but they've had to do it because it's not as easy to make a living just with cattle and pigs and row crops like it used to be. Uh, they have to think about all year long and about having things. And so they've opened up their farms to agritourism, whether it's Airbnbs, there on the farm like they have at Southern Rhythm, or maybe it's festivals and farm to table events that they've got. They're all over. Agritourism is a big draw for tourism in Tennessee. Our general population has become further and further away from the farm the past several decades, and it's up to us to make sure that we educate the public about where your food comes from. We're at Lion Family Farms. Taft, Tennessee. You're at Riverview Family Farm and we're about 20 minutes west of Knoxville. Grand Bend Commodities is a bakery on the Holt Farm in Sweetwater, Tennessee. Philadelphia, Tennessee at Sweetwater Valley Farm. The general public's removed from agriculture now, so they don't really know what's going on, but they have a strong sense of being tied to agriculture. So we realized early on that consumers want to come to the farm. So you can take a tour, have a milkshake, see cheese being made. John's very um, forward-thinking, he's a visionary, and John wanted to have an opportunity to show people exactly what goes on because there's such a misconception out there of what actually happens in the dairy industry and where does your food products come from. That's a big thing. And people really want to know where quality food comes from, so this gives an opportunity for us to share about how the cows are handled, how the cows are milked, and an innovative way to do it. Well, we really enjoy hosting events on the farm and meeting folks like yourself that come on. Um, they learn about the farm, educate them on agriculture, and enjoy their time here. So, like I said, we raise black Angus beef, and um, once they come here, they can come for a wedding, a party, a reunion, uh, a festival, and then they get to know the farm and the farmer. They get to know us, and then they, in turn, can buy our beef and take that home for their family. You learn these different things, and we try to show, share them with people as well as our baked goods and good food. And so they come out here and we've got uh, with a patio or the deck that overlook the fields. We've got swings, all these different things. And they come out here and they see that and then they ask, okay, what is that for? Just like what's behind me here, the grain bin, that's the top of it. But we've got on the, on the hay ride that we do in the fall, we've got a 6,000 or 16,000 bushel, 18,000 bushel one. And we talk about those. And we talk about how many kernels of corn are in those. So we actually 
give them education that they would have never heard before. Anytime you come to a, uh, an agritourism event, whether it's an apple orchard or a pumpkin patch or strawberry picking, whatever, you come to somebody's house. This is our backyard, this is our home. The more we can keep people aware of what goes on in agriculture, the more understanding we'll have. They know that it's not just the grocery store supplying all that. There's a long food chain behind that uh, with a lot of different people that's involved in that process. And uh, agritourism has been a wonderful way for that to happen. Tennessee Department of Agriculture has all sorts of films and things that they do to promote agritourism, not just to our state, but to people outside coming in. If you want to stay at a farm in Tennessee and you go, hey, maybe there's an Airbnb on a farm. All you have to do is go Farms Tennessee on the Airbnb site and you can stay at goat farms and you can stay at cattle farms and dairy farms and all sorts of farms. And usually there's some farm fresh eggs in it for you too. Well, there's a new driver testing location. Do you know about it? in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, the brand new location, and there are a lot of kiosks within it, so there's no long DMV line. So they really are trying to make things easier, and a lot more can be done online if you pay attention. Coming up, just a reminder, if you're in Hendersonville, PigFest is coming. At Fred's Flooring, we're your source for quality flooring options. Our extensive experience and knowledge in the industry means we have the expertise to get the job done right. From carpet to tile, hardwood to laminate, and luxury vinyl, you have everything you need to find the perfect floor for your home. As the Main Street Award Favorite Floor Store winner for 2023, we know what it takes to satisfy our customers. And with our convenient financing options, you can get your dream floors now and pay over time. Visit fredsfloors.com or call us today. Hey everybody, this is Dylan Carmichael, and I want to invite you to join me with my friends, the Kentucky Headhunters, at this year's Hendersonville Pig Fest. We'll kick things off on Friday night with the Hendersonville Hometown Jam. And on Saturday, we'll have the main event, a barbecue competition with over 40 teams, kids' activities, live pig races, vendor booths, and more. This is a holiday fest event to raise money for amazing local charities. Check out all the activities at pigfesttn.com. BigFestTN.com is how you get the information. And all my friends over there in Hendersonville, you put on a heck of a show. And it is going to be Friday going into Halloween weekend. It's going to be so much fun. Well, it is October and it is the time where it is today, National Mammogram Day. Today, today, National Mammogram Day. For every 1,000 women who have a screening mammogram, 100 out of the 1,000 will return for additional mammogram or ultrasounds due to something that they've seen in the original, original initial mammogram. Now, that's 100 for every 1,000. And 61 out of the 1,000 will have additional imaging, but find nothing's wrong. So how cool is that? When breast cancer is found this way, the cure rate is very high. 
That's why you have the mammograms in the first place. Now, 20 out of that same 1,000 will find what was seen in the imaging is likely not cancer, and they'll return in six months to keep a watch on it. Now, 19 out of that original 1,000 will have a minimally invasive needle biopsy. Now you bring that down to, now started with a thousand, bring down to five out of that 1,000 will be diagnosed with breast cancer. Five. Now, if that is you, it is not a respecter of ages because there are women in their 20s who get diagnosed. There are men who get diagnosed. This is just out of 1,000 women who have a screening mammogram. But when you have those mammograms, those cure rates go through the roof. They, they're doing so many amazing things with life, with, with healing people and, and getting them taken care of in different ways. And some are non-invasive. Some uh, are invasive with radiation and with chemotherapy. But there are all sorts of things that they teach you. Uh, coming up in future shows, we're going to talk about Gilda's Club, a place that if you have been diagnosed, it, they, their programs are so incredible, not just for breast cancer, but for all cancer nutrition and hobbies and just support, support for caregivers as well. But right now they're in the state of Tennessee. There is a new license plate and I don't know if you know about it, but it is part of our motivation moment. We're going to go from that story into a survivor story from the breast cancer uh, foundation. And we're going to share those coming up. Have you been to a strides event? Well, we're going to find out all about it in our motivation moment. diagnosed in January of 2018 um, at the age of 27. Um, that January, I had done my self-breast exam, didn't feel anything. And then about 10 days later, I felt what I could best describe as like a lightning strike through my left breast. Immediately, the lady was like, have you had, have you been in a car accident? Have you had some type of trauma to your chest? And I said, no. And so she said, okay, we're gonna send you right now to get a mammogram, which if anybody knows anything about the medical world, if you do things quickly, that means there's something wrong. <laughs> it's incredibly overwhelming. Um, and it feels like, or it felt like at the time, there was no time to sit down and make decisions and to think about, you know, treatment decisions that were best for me. If you are old enough to have breast tissue, regardless of if you're a man or a woman, um, you're old enough and capable of getting breast cancer. And it is important for you to A, know what your normal is, and B, um, to check regularly for changes in what your normal is and not be afraid to bring that up to your doctor. 
is diagnosed or who's going through breast cancer um, to not be afraid to advocate for yourself and speak up for what you know is right for you. Um, being able to make your own decisions in a time where things feel so out of control and so just chaotic, um, it's important for you to feel right about the treatment decisions that you're making. And in case you did not see that, those breast cancer license plates, that extra money, that little extra money to go pink, well, it's pretty phenomenal because what you can do with that is fund mammograms for those women who don't have the money set aside for one. And if you go to Susan G. Komen's foundation, susangcomen.org, or your uh, breast cancer or the cancer.org websites, you can look up free mammograms. Just, just Google free mammograms, low cost mammograms. There are places, musiccares.org. In the, in, in, uh, we have an office in Nashville. I know there's one in Los Angeles. I know there's one in, in New York. Music Cares has some free mammogram events. There are ways to get it. Don't let your health go without getting a mammogram that you need to get. Uh, they start recommending them at the age of 40. But if there is something that's not right, your body knows and you know that there's something not right. Ask your doctor get your mammogram today, National Mammogram Day. And speaking of low-cost and no-cost mammograms, this story really hit home, and I want to share it in our motivation moment. I have more gratitude for the simple things like hearing the birds chirp outside, being able to hear the stream flow in the ocean. Those are things that I would have lacked if I would have left here. I've gotten a greater appreciation for life, for sure. I was sleeping one evening and I turned over and I felt a really sharp pain in my breast area. I got evaluated and they determined that there was a lump there. They advised me that once I came in for my initial e visit, I would need to have a copay, um, an initial visit fee of $150. Well, I wasn't working at the time. I was unemployed at the time. It was pay the mortgage, get the groceries, or pay for this appointment. And the lack of resources caused me to prolong and put it off. I never made it to the initial appointment. They called me a week later and said, hey, we see that you missed your appointment. Do you still have a concern for the lump in your breast? And I'm like, yes, I do, but I don't have the money. And I was really embarrassed to have to share that. They told me to never allow money to stand in the way of my care. And thanks to them, I was able to not only keep that appointment, but it was also paid off through charity. I was referred to a surgical associate team that did a biopsy and gave me my diagnosis. I can't remember what was said to me after I heard the words stage three insight to carcinoma. And I just began to cry in the office and I just kind of had this blank stare. 
And the first thing that I could think about were my children. And I was afraid. I, I literally was waiting to die, if I be honest. It was devastating. And I knew that I needed to fight. And I fought like hell. <laughs> I did. I got involved in a Making Strides Against Breast Cancer walk because I realized not long after treatment, there was purpose behind this. The first time I went to a Making Strides event was the year after my diagnosis. It was full of energy. Like, I didn't even know I could have so much fun with an event that would be benefiting from somebody being sick. The people were enthusiastic, they were willing and supportive, and they were generous. It was an open environment where people were willing to share their story, and so that was everything of what I needed to see for me to make a decision to get on board and to be willing, authentic, and confident enough to share my own story. Don't wait until someone you know gets diagnosed to partake because there are survivors like me that need you to volunteer to be able to help us raise the money to find a cure for the cancer. The money from Making Strides Against Breast Cancer can go towards many different things. It can be allocated various ways. It could go to the reach to recovery. It could go to the road to recovery. It could go to additional research to assist with a cure for cancer. I owe it all to the American Cancer Society for giving me the opportunity to share, to pour into my fellow survivors, to meet a new network of people that look just like me and that have suffered just like me and that have been at dis-ease just like me. And so I knew that it was bigger than me all along. I knew in that moment that I could really make change and I was ready for it. Make up in your mind that you have cancer. Cancer does not have you, yeah. Wow. I almost have no words. But um, if you've ever fought cancer with a family member, if you've ever watched a family member suffer through it, if you have walked through those fires, we salute you. And we here at Main Street Media want to encourage everybody today to make plans for your mammogram, National Mammogram Day. Some people are getting their mammograms today. So let us know if you are. A quick check. We're going to head to Portland because they have got um, uh, coming up this weekend, the Portland Fall Festival from 10 until 2 is going on. If you go to Portland, you can see Let's tour real quick because there's something very cool. They have taken the strawberries and dressed them up. Have you seen them for Halloween? Uh, different uh, businesses, the Chamber of Commerce uh, members have been a part of it, and they've all dressed them up for fall in the city of Portland. I think that is just adorable. Look, this is my favorite one. They became superheroes. You know, the strawberries that are all around the strawberry capital of Tennessee 
Portland now have fall and Halloween themes. Isn't that cute? Old Hickory Credit Union did that one. And how cute. Look. This one. Oh, my goodness. And some of them have farming themes. Some of them have harvest themes. Uh, that was the three little pigs. And this one. Oh, I love this one, too. This strawberry, the big spider. <laughs> That's in Portland, Tennessee. A big shout out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce and all the good things that they're doing. Be safe, everybody. Be kind. And remember, you are loved. And have a great weekend. We are home. We are family. We are things to do and place to see. Mom pops, grown, small business Saturdays. We are Main Street, Main Street, Main Street. We are your Main Street today.